This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. Hello and welcome back to the Balanced Artist Podcast. Did you know that there are people out there who don't think they have a thing to offer this world? They, have, they assume that like they have no talent or skills or reason for really showing up in this game of life. Well, there's this other group of people, let's call it the opposite end of the spectrum, who have this cognitive bias called Dunning-Kruger effect. And the internet describes these people as, uh, well, the definition, I suppose, that I just Googled, uh, it's a limited knowledge of competence in a given intellectual or social domain, greatly overestimating their own knowledge or competence in that domain relative. That's a lot of words that it didn't make a lot of sense as I just read it back. But in other words, like they assume they can do just about anything better than the skill that they currently possess. Right? They assume they're just awesome at everything. And you think this sort of psycho is probably annoying, but I think having this bias is actually a great asset to creative work. Because there's people out there that are paralyzed by overanalyzing everything and they have trouble even getting started. But if you assume you're awesome at something, then you're just going to do it. And they realize through that process that maybe they aren't awesome at it <laughs> or aren't as awesome as they previously thought. But at least they've started and they've reached a pivotal moment where they decide, okay, well, I'm, I'm terrible, so I'm just going to give up. Or maybe there's a better way to approach this. And if they give it another try, they can do better because they've learned from the mistakes they've made the first time. I know the feeling of trying something over and over again and not seeing the results that you were hoping for. But sometimes all it takes is a taste to keep you coming back. Like it sounds like a weird drug analogy, but in some ways it is. Like being... A creative person is difficult, and there aren't really a lot of rules. Like No one's holding you accountable but yourself, and it's so easy just to walk away when the going gets tough, but when we continue, you know, it's because we probably see something, we probably see the forest through the trees. There's something, there's a little light there that's like, you know what, if I just continue this, then maybe something has got to happen. When I was doing music full-time, I'd release an album that went nowhere, but then what of the songs would get picked up in a TV show? And it was just enough to be like, all right, well, okay, let's create another album and try to replicate this. And then you play a bunch of bar gigs and weddings and, you know, <laughs> that could be unfulfilling, but then you get a taste of, let's say, a, a, a few festival shows. We're like, all right, they're treating me like royalty. <laughs> this is a good feeling. Maybe I'll just continue this for a little bit longer. And that turns into a entire career of ups and downs and, uh, that's what the journey is. I imagine like even people with like immaculate success, like Beyonce, I always use Beyonce in this example when I'm thinking of successful people, but imagine she's playing Madison Square Garden. And then the next night she probably got hired for a corporate gig for some giant firm where she got paid loads of money, but it's probably not an ideal gig for her. But sometimes you got to do those gigs to pay the bills. Or maybe she's doing some sort of commercial that is a pain in the ass because she's got to be on set all day. I don't know. Everyone has their own ups and downs. Mine at that time was wedding gigs. Not a fun gig to have, but again, grateful for the opportunities. They paid well and they uh, fed you well. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. They were, they're just 
not exactly why I got into music at the time. But when you get those cool gigs, like the festival gigs, you just think, like, if I could do those more on a consistent basis, then maybe I'll have something here, you know? And little do you know that once you have that on a consistent basis, you'll probably eventually want something else. You'll become dissatisfied with those festival gigs, and then you'll move on to the next one. That's what happens. But the notion of better things ahead is what keeps us coming back, right? And it's like I'm doing comedy clubs every week, and then I get a little... It gets a little old after a while, right? But then you get a theater gig and you think, all right, well, maybe this is the holy grail of comedy stuff. So if I can just get more theater gigs, I mean, that's going to be awesome, right? So what would a taste look like for you? What would a taste of the good life, the good creative whatever look like for you? Would it make you want to take it to the next level? Or how would you, how could you change the way you do things now that would feel less cumbersome and more enjoyable on a daily basis? That way, if like the nugget of hope pops up a year from now, you won't get discouraged and throw in the towel before that year is up. I'll use myself as the analogy in this particular case. Like, let's just say I have to play bar gigs all year before I get that one festival gig. Well, how do I make those bar gigs less cumbersome or, or more interesting so that I don't hate the journey? Do you- I hear uh, business people talking about this all the time. Like they have a lot of travel to do across country and and across uh, the world, right? And so they make it a point to fly only first class because it makes the journey just a little bit more tolerable. They don't want to travel, but if they have to travel, they may as well do it in style. It's going to cost them a little bit more. It's going to take more money off their bottom end, but at least their lifestyle is... uh, the best it can be while they're trying to get to that next big thing. The most unfortunate circumstance is when you get that car into motion and then you don't find your destination. So you pull over for a rest stop for a couple of years and then it's just so hard to get back into the car and just get it going again. Like that once you have it in motion, that's when you can just take some detours and try to uh, kind of hit some new landmarks. But like once the car stops, it's really hard to get it going again. I probably have a touch of the Dunning-Kruger bias myself and it's, If not, I certainly have this strange level of optimism where I just assume I can do anything. And I don't claim to be awesome at anything, but I assume that I can at least make a dent in things. And I think it's a good, I I just like to be in the game, like whether I'm winning or losing or whatever, I just like to try things out to see if it's, if it's a good fit. And maybe the point of this episode or this podcast in general is me sprinkling some of that fairy dust onto others who are ready to take 2022 by the horns and try to uh, make some dents in their own life. See you next week. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week. So remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist. 